Hi, listeners. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're having a wonderful day. So today we're going to be talking about Rogue Princess by Bibi Mayers. This is a sci-fi genderbent uh, retelling of Cinderella. And I have to say it was really, it was really fun to read. Um, so our story opens up. Princess Delia ha- is being fitted for a dress. I think it's her wedding gown. Um when her robotic seamstress starts to act up she uses this opportunity to grab the bag she's stashed away and the ship she has stashed away to escape the palace her goal is to try to find another way to i guess save her kingdom um energy resources are very limited even though her kingdom, like her planet, is pretty much in the center of the galaxy. So it's really a prime position for political moves as well as military moves. You know, it's literally the perfect planet. Um, So she has to choose a husband among all the other royal families and planets. Now, she doesn't want that. You know, she will do what she has to do for her kingdom, but she wants to try to find an alternative because she does want deep inside to marry for love, not just for political, um, not just for politics, basically. And I think that's really interesting for her character She's so by the book. She's so meticulous about her books and those who think, ah, she's running away because she doesn't want to be married. That's in part it, but she's trying to do it for another reason. She is trying to be smart and methodical about it. Um, And then on her ship, unknown to her, is Aiden. And he's on the ship because he decided he was going to leave the planet. He's sick of the planet. He's sick of his stepbrothers. He's sick of his stepfather, all of whom treat him pretty much like a servant. Again, Cinderella. So he works as a kitchen staff on the in the palace, and he decided to steal a couple of trinkets so that he could escape. And he just happened to be on her ship because he was going to use her um, spaceship to get to a planet far away. Start a new life for himself. And I think that's really fun how they first meet. And then they're, you know, they don't really get that far because, of course, pirates. And I love this. I love the princess. She's just like, piracy was outlawed years ago. And Aiden's just like, well, no one told them. You can outlaw piracy. People are still going to be pirates. (laughs) And I think it just shows how little she knows about her own civilians. Um, She's not really aware of a lot of the plight that they suffer. So her entire story arc, I loved it because there's so much growth for her story arc. There's so much potential in there, and 
she's really realizing that she's just kind of locked in her planet, really. She's locked in her palace. That's what I meant to say. She's locked in her palace. She doesn't really know what's going on with the civilians. She doesn't know why the royal family is hated. Well, it's because they're 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 living in luxury, and it looks, it appears to the civilians that they're kind of just you know turning a blind eye to everyone. That's not the case, you know. Especially when it comes to Delia, she really Delia or Delia, Delilah. Pretty sure it's Delia, Delia. Haha. Um, Delia really wants to do for her people. She she just wants to do what's right for them, and I think that that says a lot about her character. That she's willing to, you know, continue to sneak out of the palace in order to find out what's really going on in her kingdom. Now, she has no idea who Aiden is. Every time she asks some question, he's like, that's classified. And it frustrates her to no end. And I love that it frustrates her to no end. You know, instead of a glass slipper, it's just his existence. They keep running into each other. She keeps wanting to see him. She wants his help in order to kind of solve the mystery. She's like, something's going on in the palace. There are secrets, and I need to know what's going on. They discover a coup and it was just a fun read uh, especially because they do bond with the pirates uh, i don't know if you've ever seen the stardust movie but that's what it made me think of um these two people you know aiden and delia bonding with the pirates you know the pirates are now their best friends um who are willing to help them they're like you're one of us now and i think it's so amazing um and i loved i also love some of the minor characters like delia's sister she seems so flighty so she's a romantic clearly um she's just like dreamy-eyed she's attracted to every man um she wants to marry everyone pretty much but she's also um, very open-minded. There's this one character. He's pretty much the last of his species. And he has, you know, six arms. And most people, you know, treat him poorly because of that. And she's just like, can you do my hair? And she's like, imagine the massages he could give. Look what he did with my hair. She's like, he's amazing. And you can just realize, like, oh my god, she's in love with this one, too. <laughs> Um, I think it's really sweet of her. She's such an open-minded girl. She's such a romantic. She, this, I mean, yes, she does take no appearances, but she doesn't just, she's not, you know, shallow. You can definitely tell she's not a shallow character. She's a really kind-hearted girl, and I love the relationship she has with Delia as well. I love their sister dynamic. I love how they help each other. And I love how they stand by one another. And I think it's really different, you know, than on any other Cinderella retelling that I've read. And I've read a bunch.
I love fairy tale retellings. <laughs> I, well, I love picking them up, you know. Do I always love them? Eh, not always, but I do tend to love um, picking up fairy tale retellings. I think they're great. So, and wow, there's like a plot twist in this book. I was like, what? I was like, no, it was great. It was great. It was great. Sorry. It, it just makes me a little excited. Um, but yeah, so I have to give this book four to five stars. It was really, really good. I'm so sad that it was sitting on my digital shelf for forever. Um, because it was definitely worth the read. I really wish I had picked it up sooner. It was fun. It was engaging. It was different. Um, I haven't read a retelling quite like this before, and that's something I'm always looking for. You know, I love retellings, but what I appreciate more is when authors just kind of take the retelling and do their own spin on them. I mean, I think one of my favorite retellings is going to be by Marissa Mayer, uh, Heartless, uh, or um, Evil Queen by Gina Showalter. So good. I, I mean, that was an excellent, excellent retelling. Um, so, you know, definitely recommend Rogue Princess by B.B. Mayers. Um, can't say much more than that. It was really, it was fun. It was energetic. I think the story development was well executed, characterization, character development, character dynamics. I mean, it was all really well done. Um, can't say much more than that. <laughs> um, remember, if you're going to purchase the book, please purchase the book from your local bookseller or online book retailer. That's all that I ask. Um, support your bookstores, independently owned, or Barnes Noble and Books A Million instead of purchasing the book from Amazon. You can purchase off of bookshop.org, which will donate a percentage of the sale to an independently owned bookstore nearest to you. Um, BarnesandNoble.com, if there's not one nearer to you. Booksamillion.com. There's also Book Depository, Better World Books. And I feel like I'm missing one. IndieBound, um, Book Outlet, Thrift Books. So, you know, just support bookseller website or book-based websites over Amazon. Um, and don't forget, if money is really tight, um, there's also your local library. I hope you all will continue to support this podcast by liking it and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. Please don't forget to subscribe. Hope you all have a great and wonderful rest of your day. And as always... Happy reading.